Hey, I'm Doug McAllister, lead pastor at Journey Fellowship Church in Slidell, Louisiana. And this is Stories I Didn't Get to Tell Last Sunday. It's our weekly podcast from Journey. And today joining me is David Botner. David is the executive director of the New Orleans Mission. But more than that, David is a 20-year friend. And I wanted you to hear David's story today. So David, over the next 30 minutes, I want you and I just to kind of relive some of our adventures together and tell some stories about what God did in your life and what you're doing now with the mission and kind of what's happening uh, in the Botner world with you and Emily and all those beautiful babies the Lord's given you. And so anyway, welcome, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad you're here, bro. Good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so we go back, David, what, 2003? Yes, 2003 yeah. we met. I remember the night you got saved. Yes. Yeah, so you were just reminding me of the date. I'm just so, so impressed you remember the date yes. of your salvation. You know, uh, that's. I think that's such a key thing that a person, you know, keeps uh, as a reference point the day they came to Christ. And not everybody can remember the exact date, but you did. I do. And I think for me, yeah. it was so transitional like yeah. for me it was like a defining moment yeah. and i know maybe some have like a defining moment of time right, right? like yeah. they're like over this course of time yeah for me it was so definitive because yeah. it really was like a moment of change like yeah. god really did yeah for me yeah like paul like it was a person walked into journey fellowship that night yeah and a different person literally left journey fellowship yeah. that night like that was absolutely what happened my yeah. mind began to change and yeah. like i cried for the first time in probably years wow. from like joy like yeah. i wasn't like disappointed cry it was yeah. like and I, I did it was unmistakable what happened that yeah. night you know yeah and you guys got baptized that night that night too emily and i i know you didn't waste any time no no it was yeah. freezing cold <laughs> I and, was and i was cold. like so happy to we be. had that little uh, portable baptistry yes. with no heater in it right and <laughs> air conditioning from the building I know, right? and no towel i know man we just like let's just do this let's do this yeah so we were doing the heaven's gates and hell's flames uh stage production yes. which you know was pretty interesting in itself I, I liked it. Yeah. You know, I, you know I, I probably, now looking back, I don't even remember what happened. I know, right? But I just knew that God yeah. said that yeah. this is the time. Yeah, at the close of that night when, when we gave the invitation, you and lots of other people responded for salvation, you know, and we just decided on the spot, let's just let's do water baptism too. Well, I think, though, for me, and I guess that night was defining, but you were doing a series yeah. called The Passion. Right. And it led up to that night. Mm -hmm. So it was like four weeks you really taught yeah. on like Christ and all the prophecies that yeah. he fulfilled. Yeah. And I'm like thinking, he's real. Yeah. Man. Like God's real. Yeah. And I, for me, it was anything that I did, I was a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. So I was a hundred miles an hour towards hell. Yeah. And then when you preach that those those four weeks, yeah. I'm like, if he's real, yeah, then I better get yeah. out of hell, right? And head a hundred miles an hour the other direction. And man, you turn on a dime. But God did you it. Turn on a dime. Yeah, bro. but but that was God. <laughs> yeah, like I I know for a fact that wasn't me. Yeah, yeah. It's like Paul's. Like you meet Jesus yeah. for real. Yeah. And then change happens. Right. He knocked you off your horse. Yeah. I know. If man. you don't see change in your life. 
yeah. then I say to you, like anyone who would be listening, yeah. like if you're not noticing you're a different person, yeah. then you better get back on your knees and say, God, is is what you did in me real? Because I don't want to stand before you right now. Yeah, you know, I forgot about that series, uh, but I, we, we've done a couple of other ones like it, but we went through the 300 prophecies or so that Jesus fulfilled. Right. Most of them out of his control, like the place of his birth, right. you know, the place of his burial, and many other things in between that he had no control over. And his life fulfilled every one of them. Right. And that's when you, and you broke it down to like the odds of that happening yeah. were harder than hitting the lottery. And right. I'm thinking, yeah. wow, right. he planned all this. And no that's, person in the world ever in history even came close to fulfilling half of them. And he fulfilled all, all of them. Of them. Yeah. Right. So, you know, God totally changed your life. You were a very successful businessman at the yes. time. I remember uh, you started coming to our church. I think LeGrand invited you is that right he told me he told you about uh, journey oh, he, did he? he didn't go he like <laughs> went one time he said you should go <laughs> check out this church you should go check like, it out for us you should go yeah that's so great and but it was the funniest thing because yeah. the 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 way that it happened yeah was i was driving across the bridge yeah from slidell my mm -hmm. home in lakeshore states yeah. and i was go and i wanted to die oh and I remembered yeah. on that bridge, Legrand said, you should go check out, it was, you know, the church right. at that time. Yeah. And it was Harvest yeah. in, by name. Right. So you should go check out Harvest. Yeah. And I, and I, and that came to mind and right. my mom had always been praying for me. Yeah. And I turned back around. No way. And I went to my home, like we hadn't even met yet. Right. And I, I said to Emily, who was living with me. Yeah. I said, I feel like we're supposed to go to church. Oh, wow. And I was so vile and yeah. disgusting. She's yeah. like, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, like, wow. and then that Sunday yeah. we, we went, you know, yeah. it was, and, and that's kind of how it happened. It was like, I, you know, and you know that now, yeah. you know, almost 19 years later, yeah. that was God saying, yeah. hey, go to harvest. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, I couldn't know what that was right. then right other than just this thought that came to mind and it yeah. was just you know you start to put the pieces together how god entreats us yeah so so you were driving across the the five mile bridge to die like i just wanted to die i wanted to drive off the bridge you were just done because was everyone with you in the car no just he me just, by myself but he told you earlier he had said it earlier wow. like a day like days before and then that thought my goodness. God brought to mind. Isn't it incredible how God uses one person's word just right. to change everything? Life or death. I know. What because if Because I had that? so much death spoke over me yeah. before that, and that was one yeah. that God used. I saw LeGrand a couple of days ago. We were doing a relief line after uh, Hurricane Ida, and, and LeGrand came with his son, and they worked a relief line one day. So, you know, it was like, oh, my gosh, it's such a beautiful thought that how much of a change that God had in your life by an invitation from someone who really didn't even go to our church either. Right. You just need to go to. He just, yeah. just kind of heard about it. <laughs> yeah, and he's been coming ever since too, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. So um, you and Emily were living together. Yes. Yeah, and y'all started coming to church every yep. Sunday. I remember yep. seeing you. Yeah. You, you come by and you're, you had a really what kind of car did you have at that time? I had a Jaguar. Yeah, you had a Jag. So anyway, I was working parking lot. Because uh, I like to do greeting in the parking lot. So we were parking cars and I was greeting. And we had, you know, we had some nice cars there. But when I saw the Jag roll, I was like, holy cow, man. Somebody from Hollywood just rolled in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we parked you and you got out. And, you know, you look like a million bucks. But 
we had no idea what was going on inside. Dead of inside, you. yes. Dead inside. That's the crazy thing is that, you know, I looked like I had it all together. Yeah. Because I was successful. Very right. Right. Um, had the beautiful girlfriend. Beautiful. Beautiful cars, big beautiful. boat, beautiful home. Your home. But I was life. dead. Yeah. And and my money was my God. Yeah. And that was, uh, it was sad, yeah. you know, because you know, drugs were part of my life. Alcohol was part of my life. Mm-hmm. Just as I was full of sin. Yeah. Um, and everything that I was doing was just seeking comfort yeah. in, in anything and everything yeah. outside of God. Yeah. And nothing, as we know now, yeah. will ever produce comfort yeah. outside of our intimacy with Jesus. Yeah. And I think that's true for all of our sin. Yeah. Everybody's looking for some relief from their pain, some escape from their circumstances, or just a moment to breathe, you know, and sin promises that never delivers. And even as Christians, we can fall into that trap. Oh, absolutely. Because I see it in the ministry. Yeah. Now it's like God will, you know, bless the ministry with so many things. Right. And and then I, I find comfort in that. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, 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 this is still apart from the Lord. It's still the and world. It's yeah. not thick. It won't. <laughs> yeah. So it can happen even in things that start out good. Yeah. But they become the idol in our you hearts. Know, I really think, David, it was it was divine that God brought you to our church at that time in that series we were doing. Yes. It was exactly what yes. you needed to hear. It's like the Lord was orchestrating all these details. Without a doubt. You know, Legrand, the yeah. series, uh, the Heaven's Gates. He did it before <laughs> time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Before I formed you in the womb. Yes, I, I knew, knew you. you. Yeah. And all your days were written. <laughs> Cold chills. Yeah. That's, that's the Lord, It's been a 20-year, almost 20-year journey for yes. you, man. Of course, now uh, I had the privilege of marrying you and Emily. Yeah. What a beautiful wedding. Well, you know, the interesting thing about even how that came to pass yeah. was my desire to not be married. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to do it again because I'd failed at another yeah. marriage. Right, you told I, me that. Yeah. And, and at a Wednesday night service mm-hmm. at our church because right. Emily and I now like we were all in like right but I didn't I still don't because I'm like everything's going so well yeah like I'm a different person I'm 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 left I feel content like I actually have this thing joy like I'm yeah. happy right and and it's apart from drugs and I'm yeah. like like yeah. they went away drugs went away alcohol yeah. went away yeah lusting after other women like all oh, god just took it away wow and so i'm sitting in church one day yeah. and you had preached and then ken was praying and it was a wednesday and i'm like i really feel like i'm gonna go up front and like i want him to pray for the business yeah. and like you know because it was still that worldly side like I, sure. I wanted all that god had yeah and i remember going up to for prayer yeah and ken had prayed for yeah. me and I had asked him to pray for my business, yeah. and, and he had prayed for like everything but that. <laughs> That's great. And, I, and I'm like, while he's praying, God spoke the first time where I knew that it was God. Wow. And he said, I want you to marry Emily. Wow. And I'm like, oh, my God. I don't. I gotta, I, like if for a second, I thought I can't. I'm going to blow it again. Yeah. And he said, no, I want you to marry her. And I said, when? And he said, right now. Wow. Like, now, meaning yeah. not yeah. like at that yeah. sec, but in that time. Sure. And so I sat back down, and I literally looked over at Emily. Yeah. 
you know, romantically in yeah. church. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, hey, I feel like we're supposed to get married. Yeah. And she said, when? <laughs> this is a conversation in church, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I said, like, I feel like, like, like as soon as we possibly can. Yeah. And she just started crying. Oh. And I was glad like she was going to say yes because I was so yeah. bad, you yeah. know, before that. Right. And so that's when I got in touch with you. And right. within a week, yeah. Em and I got married. Mm -hmm. But this is the crazy part yeah. to that story is everything that I wanted God to do, yeah. that I wanted prayer for, right. God did. Oh, boy. After I said I do, so it was like God was showing me the the scripture that literally was the first one I ever taught on, yeah. which was seek ye first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness, yeah. and all these things will be added unto you. My business after that point skyrocketed, like what I thought was wealth just yeah. went through the roof. Right. And it was like I wasn't even doing anything. I just said yes yeah. to God, yeah. and then God just blew everything up. Matthew six thirty three. Mm -hmm. Man, I think too that's so true in all of our endeavors. Sometimes we forget that if you put Jesus first, everything else follows suit. Yes. But if you seek everything else, you yeah. lose it all. Yes. Yeah. So we got to do your wedding. It was yep. down in uh, Mexico. You, yeah, I went to Mexico. And yeah. I'd lost my mind a little bit there. Did you? Yeah, I did. I remember. I, this, was, this was a pivotal moment for yeah. me. And oh. I remember it. Tell me. Because it's sin. I always remember my sin really well. Yeah. And I, I, for a reason, though. I yeah. feel like for God, he impresses it upon my heart, so I yeah. don't want to do it again. Yeah. So it was, I feel like with addiction, sometimes yeah. that we all as the, as addicts and this yeah. would be set some people free yeah. is there's a moment in time where you 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 slip like yeah. it's like you forget yeah. that what you that sin actually didn't produce anything good yeah. but there's that you have so much joy so much stuff and you're like I can dabble so mm -hmm. we went out of town you married us and yeah. I had done acid I didn't know that. I did no, and because you, you don't even remember. I don't. Cause, yeah, because I confessed it to you a week later. God told me to. Wow. He said, "I want you to confess it to your pastor." I said, yeah. "Confess it." I confess it to you, Lord. Yeah. I didn't want anyone yeah. to know. Yeah. The sin. Mm -hmm. I confess it to you. So you said. Yeah. So you don't even remember. Yeah. How cool is that? Yes, God. You totally, God. You said, "Have you repented to God?" Yeah. I said, "I did." He said, "Then it's done. Don't you're not going to do it again." I said. That was so simple. Yeah. I, I don't feel judged or condemned by him at all. Yeah. yeah. You and I got out of the car. I was completely free. Yeah. That night I had a dream. Yeah. In the dream, I was snorting cocaine, which was my drug of choice prior right. to salvation. Right. And my body parts started to deteriorate, like in the dream. Oh, Jesus. And I literally wake up from the dream and God says, if you ever use drugs again, mm -hmm. This is what will happen to you. Oh, I literally saw my dad over his death. His body deteriorated in the same way. And, I, and it was because he would never stop and he would never turn his life over. Yeah. And I saw the parallel. Like that's what could have been. And that's what God set me free from. So thank Man. you for not judging me. Man. And thank you for uh, not even remembering it. It's just the grace of God, David. And you know, I found in my life, that if when I repent to God, he forgives me. But when I tell somebody else, it breaks, it breaks the chain. I don't know what the spiritual dynamic there is, but when you say it out loud and you own it, it's like the Lord just 
drives darkness away and light takes its place. Well, that's with the scripture that the Lord had given me, which yeah. is 1 John 4. He says, yeah. whatever we bring to the light that's right. and confess, yeah. it's in the light. Satan can't use it against you anymore. Right. So done. there's no more shame attached right. to it. Boom. And when you get free of shame, it's over. Yeah. And so that's what, like, when I left you that yeah. day, I really, up until that point, I had shame. Yeah. When we, we literally were just driving in the car. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to tell you something. Yeah. yeah. And we were turning, yeah. uh, for me, onto Old Spanish Trail. Yeah. It was just like we were circling yeah. the corner. I mean, yeah. I, you know, there's right. moments where you remember. Absolutely. They're defining moments. And yeah. then that dream just kind of cemented it for me. Yeah. So it was just like, man never again went back and that's that powerful. was literally the last time that i used drugs that was 18 years ago powerful yeah. bro mm -hmm. we had some good lunches together didn't we <laughs> yes we had a lot of lunch time man well you you had um i, I think for me yeah. and that's why i encourage a lot of people yeah the time that was probably one of the there's been moments that are very dear in yeah. my life right but you invested with me every monday yeah for three months yep. and we did a journey to wholeness yeah it was called uh, uh, uh enjoying your journey yeah that's mm -hmm. it it was a blue little book right. and yeah. you let me for yeah. 90 days yeah like i even asked questions about dinosaurs like it was like we wrote we it's like whatever you want to ask right. me yeah. and it's like and i remember us talking one of them was like what about gambling and yeah. it was like i never felt judged in the question because i did all these crazy things yeah and you're like, well, is that the, the best way to invest your money? Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, of course not. Yeah. Well, it, it's like I was answering my own yeah. question on yeah. whether I should continue these behaviors. Yeah. But it wasn't like you told me, no, you just let me make the decision. Yeah. And I was like, God, I just, wow. Right. It's all in there, you know? And we did that for 90 days. And that yeah. that's why, like, People need to get involved with discipleship. I mean, they do. It's powerful, like just bro. going to church on Sunday is yeah. great, yeah. but there's just it's so much more depth. Yeah. When you start to develop the relationship inside the church, yeah, you're gonna grow. There was I think we did 12 weeks. Yeah, we did every Monday for 12 weeks, and there's something that transforms us on the inside when we are one on one, or in a small group. Yes. In searching for the answers to our faith and you know you probably don't know this but that's when we first got the idea to change our name to journey was out of that book wow because i just loved that love name that so book. much man we and we used that but we still use that book to this love day. that book yeah, we still use it to this day but that that word just really just echoed in my spirit you know that we're all on a spiritual journey you know and we're and we're better when we walk with somebody else in in our faith yeah, so those were those are some really good memories, man. Mm -hmm. You know, our twelve weeks. Where, was it in in Heritage Park? What, what did we do we, there? We we would go to different places, okay, but yeah. we kind of we ended there. Yeah, because we met opening. in a couple of coffee. That's true. Coffee yeah. a That's couple true. times, yeah. but then it it kind of towards the end it was yeah. Heritage Park. I don't know if yeah. it was timing or just more private or what yeah, it was. We could walk and talk. Yeah. yeah, and you were memorizing the books of the Bible in order. Remember all that? Yes, we I, I don't yeah. remember them now. <laughs> but then you <laughs> did. I did know. Them then. You knew all uh, sixty six. I kind of, I kind of, you know, yeah. I still can navigate the Bible well, but I don't recall. Yeah. Well, the good news else. is it's all in the U version, so yeah. it's, it's all in order, now. and it's in me more now. <laughs> Boom! Right yes, there, that's it's in you. Sure. It sure yes. is, man. That was that was some really really good days early on, man. And uh, you and I became really really close, and we did a lot together. Yes, we got to travel together. Uh, yes. We remember going to Atlanta. 
and we uh, went to the John Maxwell. Yeah, the, the, to teach, and yeah. I was freaked out. Well, yeah, we were training to go. Yeah, you to, always pushed me well. Yeah, thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, I, I would call, hey, David, I'm, I'm going to go to John yeah. Maxwell training. You want to go? You said, oh, I'm really busy. Oh, Dave, I think you need to go with me. Yeah. Nah, let me think about it. But yeah. anyway, you decided to go. Yes. Yeah. It stretched me. Yeah. So you we, know? We, we went over to Atlanta. We spent, was it a week there or whatever? Yeah, it was a few. It, yeah, it was probably, yeah, it was, yeah. It was. So we went through their um, million later mandate training. Yes. Yeah, and then they assigned us to, what, what do you, I forget where we went already. Philippines. Yeah. You just told me. Yeah, we went yep, to the Philippines. Twice. We went, to, we went twice. We had to commit the two trips and we went true. twice. Yeah, we went twice and we spoke to uh, a lot of the leaders uh, on the islands. And man, I didn't realize how many islands were, that, you know, was. Well, you remember when we yeah. got there, yeah. literally when you spoke, I looked and I was sitting on the panel. Yeah. And it was like 2,000 and they traveled for hours. And I'm thinking, I was crying. No. Because I'm thinking, these people traveled for eight to 12 hours to yeah. be here to listen to us. Yeah, and I'm thinking, what do I have to tell the people that are willing to spend all this time? So they true. get $75 a month. Right. And I'm thinking, I make that yeah. like in a minute. Right. And I'm going to say, they should be speaking to me. Yeah. And it was like the how God used that. It was, just for me I know it. and for them. Right. And and I'm sure for you too, because it was a great experience. Yeah. It was kind of overwhelming, you know, to be there. Um, it was like, like you said, 2,000 pastors. Yeah. And they, many of them walked. They rode horses and bicycles Buses, and yeah. trains. Yeah. Came, came from all over the Philippines. Yeah. You know, to, to that meeting. It was transformational. And then we went back and did it again. Yes. Which trip did we get stuck in the airport? That, that was the first one. Yeah. Because yeah. the first one, the cloud cover yeah. was covering the mountain, yeah. and they were concerned because they didn't have the fancy planes like right, we had, right. and they didn't want to wreck into a mountain. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, that's probably a good that's thing. That's a good decision. <laughs> yes. And so we got on the last plane yeah. finally they put us on they yeah. they said we're diplomats yeah we were there for ambassadors yeah that's right uh, that's right and i don't, we, I don't know how they got that idea i don't either I don't but god gave they, it to him because i kept saying well we are ambassadors for christ yeah. so let's just go <laughs> yeah, with it we didn't lie right they just assumed that we were ambassadors you yes know? Uh, we were in that airport in manila right yes for like 13 hours a long time it was a it was a it was a very long time they do have really good floors because the marble yes was hard yes, yes. <laughs> we sat there for 13 hours yes. and, and you went to the uh desk and said hey i'm gonna charter a, a, flight. a flight i was gonna pay for one maybe that's why they thought we were uh diplomats could yeah. have been but yeah. we got the last two yeah. seats and we got there because i remembered thinking lord if you brought us here even just to do this yeah i actually felt like okay yeah i even had just felt like God had spoke to me before yeah. us even going. Yeah. But but he had obviously a lot more planned because yeah. that was a really enjoyable trip. I it mean, really like was. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So our second trip, we were at a hotel, a decent hotel. And remember, they came to us, uh, the host of the event had us in the hotel and they were you know, chauffeuring us and taking us around. They came late one night and said, uh, uh, Mr. Botner, Mr. McAllister, we have to move you to a safer hotel. And you're like, what's going on? You know, you said, well, there's an Al Qaeda cell active in the city and they're looking for Americans tonight to blow up a building. 
And I, I'm thinking, oh, Lord, Jesus. Where do we get ourselves <laughs> yeah, where into? Are, what's going on? So by cover of night, they put us in a car and drove us to another hotel. Yeah. Which wasn't nearly as nice as, as the, the one other. we yes, were in yes. earlier. It was so bad. Yeah. You asked for the presidential suite. Yeah, I said, do you have a suite? And they did give me one, but <laughs> yes. It's, and the bed was like 100 yeah. years old. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. But we were safe. Yes. They took it, care of us, man. It's so, it's so funny because it just, God it, God laughs at us, right? He, he does. Here, I, here we are in, a four, and I'm still like looking for the fleshly comfort, right? Yeah. And God's trying to break that out of us. Right. But he's still so patient. He is. Right? He is. So kind. Yeah. Laughing so at us. So we had this little, you know, I don't know, mom and pop hotel that we spent the last two or three days in. Yeah. But hey, you know, it was great. It you was. Know? It was fine. That that was the time, too, Yeah. that you spent your anniversary yeah. with me. Oh Remember? my gosh, I forgot about that. And they put us at the little table. It ta- wasn't my anniversary. It was Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. <laughs> and they put us at a little table. It was... Oh, you remember, David. and they put a little red ribbon no, on, I and it was like we were sitting at well, that table together. We made reservations, you and I, That's to what go eat dinner that night in the hotel, and none of us, neither one of us, thought that it was Valentine's Day. Right, uh, and we show up, and there's all these couples yes. having Valentine's dinner, and me and you with the little <laughs> red, yeah, bow across and they the brought table. you a rose. Did they? I <laughs> yeah. don't even remember that. I don't know what they thought. We didn't say anything. We yep. just, he brought you a little rose. All right. Yeah, so let's move on. All right. <laughs> I forgot about we that. We had our Valentine's dinner together. Yes. See how close we are? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What yeah. a great time. So yeah. um, we got to travel a lot together. We got yeah. to do a lot of outreaches together. And yes. And you went to India with Pastor Ken. I did. That was yeah. that was my favorite mission Tell trip. Tell us about um, India. Ken and I went to India, um, I think it was like 2000 and nine yeah that's and right. and and he and i went and that was really impactful because it was it was first of all it's a great time i love pastor ken yeah he was another one invested a ton of time in me he's amazing we 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 would meet after you yeah. every morning and go work out together right. at the gym yeah and i want your gym buddy no no <laughs> you you didn't like the gym I still don't. he loved the gym <laughs> he still runs and we had a great time because he was another one that i would ask questions to yeah and he would never give me answers. Mm-hmm. He would always make me think yeah. and let me get the answer on my own. And I'm like, he never answers the question, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I so but you know, over time I got to realize what he was doing, yeah. right? Yeah. And just appreciated him. Yeah. So we went me out, too. had it like like you, just a ton of enjoyable time with him. Yeah. Tr- always trusted him so yeah. much, loved yeah. him. Yeah. Still do. Yeah. Um, but we went and we were staying at a hotel. I mean, right. the hotels we stayed in in the Philippines were like yeah. the palace yeah. compared to India. I know. Because um, you would, you know, squatty potties, right. bucket showers. Right. I mean, it was rough. Yeah. And I remember being, there's no suite either. It's just all the same. Yeah. Electricity shutting off. But one day I'm in my room. I had two children at the time, David and Mia, and we were yeah. done. Emma and I just, yeah. Yeah. she wanted more kids, but I was really, because yeah. David had really a tough couple first years. I think yeah. he hated me, yeah. like, first two years. <laughs> like, he cried all the time, screamed, only wanted his mom. Yeah. I'm like, well, kids don't even want me. So, like, <laughs> so, these, are the, these are the last two. Kids don't want me. Uh, and, and God said, 
on that trip yeah. that I am going to give you a son, mm. and I want you to name him Jeremiah. Mm. And so I came back from that trip, and I told Emily, yeah. <clears throat> we, we got to have another kid. Wow. And she wanted one anyway. So she's like, when? Like, when you want to get started? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, get the IUD out. And yeah. Let's, you know, let's, let's try get rolling here. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I remember walking and talking to the Lord and came back home and just like she just just knew that that it wasn't going to happen right away right yeah, yeah. and sure enough yeah. she's pregnant and in my mind I'm thinking okay this is going to be Jeremiah wow yeah. this is crazy my and boy. then here comes Ayla yeah and then sure enough I'm thinking well I guess we have to have another one because Jeremiah's got to come I mean I know I heard from the Lord yeah because when you're on a mission trip, it's like you're really connecting with the father. Yeah, like the there's truth. no distractions. There was no TV. Yeah. And in India, it was like, it was just the depth with the Lord, just a really yeah. beautiful time. So I really knew that I heard from mm -hmm. him. But then here comes Annabelle. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, that was a sweet time. But maybe I was just, yeah. maybe it was like an emotion. Yeah. Like an emotion that came on me, yeah. you know, I'm just starting to doubt. Like so you thought you missed God. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I really thought I missed God. Yeah. And then literally <clears throat> 10 years later, yeah. almost to the day. Oh my word. Emily gets pregnant. Yeah. And God says, this is the one I've been telling you about. It was just that. You just knew that yeah. that was he what he said. Mm -hmm. So I told my kids, I said, this is the one. This is Jeremiah. Yeah. They're like, Dad, you don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. You said that before. I said, no, no. Dad said it before. Yeah. This time, dad's dad yeah. said, God told me this is Jeremiah. And yeah. sure enough, Jeremiah came. And wow. so he's like his brother, David. Yeah. yeah. Feisty. But he loves his dad. <laughs> yeah. But he's still feisty. Yeah. So um I was thinking that he was the last one. Yeah. And along is coming one more, number six. I don't know what it is, a boy or a girl yet. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely a boy or a girl. So Emily's pregnant with number six. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I saw your oldest at the graduation when our son graduated from uh North Lake a few years ago. Man, your kids are so beautiful and so grown up. You know, I remember Mia when she was born. We dedicated her to the Lord. Yes. And that, I, go ahead. I remember yeah. one of my favorite pictures mm -hmm. is in Journey yeah. with Mia. Yeah. Like it is probably my favorite picture. Yeah. She's sitting on the stage. Yeah. She's got her right hand up and she's in a little jacket and she's yeah. worship worshiping oh, the Lord. Oh my gosh. And our, you know, youth yeah. when it was over, she she had to be six yeah so it had to be when you know we were here in lacombe yeah and she's just worshiping god and i'm oh thinking oh my gosh she was getting it you know at journey at just six years old it's yeah. beautiful so she came up to me that night and i hadn't seen her in probably three or four years and it was like we took up where we left off yeah she came and hugged me she's a beautiful said, girl girl you're just like your dad <laughs> she's so loving she's and beautiful. you know tender-hearted She's you know, beautiful. What a beautiful girl. Man. Thanks for saying that. I don't think I don't think of myself as tender hearted. Oh, you are. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. you're a David for thank sure. You, thank Your you. mom names you right, man. Because you, you're man. like you like you like David after God's own heart, man. Thank that's the kind of guy you are. You're you're a warrior too. That's where <laughs> that's where little David and Jeremiah get that's that yeah. feisty spirit. You are feisty, yes, man. Yes, I am feisty. You know you're feisty. I know I am. Yes, yeah. and I know they Well they are get too. it's in their genes. They get yeah. it naturally. But you know, David was a tender hearted warrior. Yeah. And David, that's a rare combination when you find a person with a tender heart, the heart of a poet, you know, but the but the brawn of a soldier. Yeah, that's that's a 
It's a great combo, man. You've always been a good encourager, bro. Yeah, it was true, man. Just call out what I see in you. You got Thank good you. stuff in you, man. Thank you. Yeah, so we had great times uh, in the Philippines. We got trapped in airports. We got chased by terrorists. Yes. You know, we got to sleep on old mattresses. Then you got to go to India with Ken. Yes. And didn't you, didn't you guys do a crusade with Tom? We did. That yeah. was amazing. I mean, yeah. when Ken and I went, I think it, it, it was exhausting. We went yeah. for a week, yeah. and we went to all these little towns. Yeah. And remember, every little town we went to, we would yeah. cheer the gospel uh, because we planted a, uh, a pastor in yeah. there, and we put we built the well. Yeah. We had invested in that. Yeah. And then um, we would go to all these little towns. Yeah. And whenever you would go, as you know, because you've yeah. been— there, it was like we were the only two white people, right. and literally we go to this town, and they would we'd walk through the town. They would literally the men would yeah. follow us right. through the town. Like, yeah. what are you doing here? Right. We would stop, share the word. The interpreter would interpret what we were saying. Right. And people would just come to faith, and yeah. like it, it was like amazing. And then at night we would do the. Uh, big open air crusades right. and we would pray for the sick yeah. and it was like one after another people would get healed and I literally would come back thinking Ken I don't know if all of what just happened was real like if they couldn't understand what I was asking them yeah. but I understood them and I'm thinking yeah. every one of these people was getting healed and it was like deaf people and Ken was like yes I know I'm like I wonder if they understood <laughs> yeah. but I had an interpreter so it was like yeah I really believe they did I was but I was the Satan was trying to talk me out of sure. it and I, that that by far was if anybody <clears throat> that trip will stretch you more than it's you've ever been when you see somebody deaf who couldn't hear now they can there's no other yes. answer than this is supernatural. It was amazing. This is God. And people, not just one, everybody you prayed for. Lines. Yeah. He, it was you, you, they would, it, I, I remember telling Ken when, when Jesus describes or when the Bible describes Jesus was pressed in on yeah. all sides, mm -hmm. that's how it was there. Yeah. They, they, because everyone was getting healed, yeah. they just kept coming yeah. and coming and lines of people yeah. would just come. It was thousands of people mm -hmm. that would just come and there was all the pastors that would right. pray. And I remember thinking, this is absolutely yeah. The most amazing thing yeah. in the world. It's the it's most beautiful. Like I, that, I, I'm disappointed that one thing that I haven't gone back yeah. since, and I'm glad to hear that you are because you I really want to go. go. Yeah. Yes. Well, we we connected with the church planner in India, uh, Santos and Anjali. Santos watches our podcast, so maybe he's hearing this one too. We want to come back soon, and I want you to go with us if you're. I if your absolutely want to yeah. go. Santos is a church planter. Um, he's from India came to Christ, came to faith, and God called him into the ministry, and he's on his 15th church plant. I mean, well, maybe we can get involved with that church plan yeah, and then absolutely. go for a new, another one. Let's do it. We just planted a new one last year. We helped build the building and uh, do a lot of other stuff to help Santos get to the next level. But he's raising up an army of church planters now. He's sending people to villages. And during the pandemic, India uh, stayed in the lockdown a lot longer than we did. Yeah. And Those a lot more people. harsh. You know, you couldn't leave your house. Yeah. So they were literally starving in their houses. And Santos... 
uh, took the resources that Journey sent him, and he fed those 15 villages. He, wow. he brought food to them and mm. cared for their pastors and took care of them while they were battling COVID. You know, he's just a mighty man of mm. God. You know, and his, he uh, emailed me a couple of weeks ago and said he thinks uh, his lifetime assignment is to plant 5,000 churches in India. You know, so God's still moving in India. Yes. A billion people, well, more than a billion now, people. Most of them have never heard the gospel. And they're packed in. Packed. Like, it's like going, to yeah. remind me of New York, they just... What airport did you land in, do you remember, in India? Um, where's the Taj Mahal? Well, the Taj Mahal is in Agra. It's a smaller town. It's yeah. about four miles from uh, uh, from the big city, so maybe it was... I felt like it was yeah. by there because I, rem- yeah. I think I remember seeing it when Ken and I first yeah. got there. Yeah. And I was really deceived <clears throat> because when I first got there, we were in this big town. Yeah. And we stayed at the Marriott. And I'm like, yeah. this isn't great, man. First world. D- yeah. Totally. Yeah. And then we left to yeah. go to our other hotels in yeah. the little town because you got to drive for yeah. hours and hours and hours to yeah. get to where you're going. Exactly. You know? And the traffic, man, is crazy, huh? Yeah. And the roads are horrible. Yeah. So, but I definitely, that was my favorite trip. And I encourage anyone those. We two. took the, the interstate from um, the capital all the way to Agra to see the Taj Mahal, mm-hmm. which is an amazing mm-hmm. building, man. Yeah, it's sad, though, isn't it? It is. It's so sad. Sad that they built it for a dead guy. It's Yeah, the, the greatest All uh, that money. tourist attraction in India is a mausoleum. Yeah. Which is almost symbolic sad. of the nation, man. Yeah. A lot of darkness, a lot it of death. It really is sad. So we took the interstate all the way to Agra, and uh, it's, it was four lanes. Is the best road in that area, uh, but there were trucks and cars and donkeys Rick and Shesson. elephants and you know every kind of animal like whoa mm-hmm. man Crazy. you know it, it was it was amazing you know? you know one thing that god spoke to me in that trip though that yeah. i think was really impactful when i was leaving um i stopped and there's a big cat there's yeah. a you know the people pray to yeah. it had, it had like multiple arms it was like because yeah. they had like thirty thousand or three hundred thousand yeah. gods right? right like oh it's yeah but they would they had those statues and yeah. you would go give money to the right. guy to pray and god said i want you to go tell that guy mm-hmm. you pray to your god right. i'll pray to mine and we'll see who answers oh, wow. and so i stopped went talk to him he says no 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 yeah i said no 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 you pray i pray yeah to our god and mm-hmm. let's see yeah. No, because he didn't want to lose his money. Mm. And so I remember leaving yeah. that guy and saying, Lord, this is really sad. It's sick. What? Yeah. Like He said, David, America's the same way. Yeah. There's more houses yeah. are people's idols. Cars yeah. are people's idols. Oh and I remember thinking to myself in that moment, yeah. you drive your Mercedes, yeah. you live in your house, and yeah. you have your boat. And I'm thinking, okay. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. These are the vi- and I, I, after that trip yeah. in 2009, yeah. God began to mm-hmm. make those things less important and start to get rid of it. Like you don't wow. need these things anymore. Mm-hmm. All these things that you had, mm-hmm. because they're just like they were. They were idols. It was like yeah. you put your name on your license plate, and I'm right. like, yeah, what? Yeah. Do you, what? What for? Yeah. So people can see you. Mm-hmm. No, no. It was just that God began to shed those things. Yeah. That trip was really impactful, not just in, you know, Jeremiah on the horizon and right. and giving it was really about giving God control even yeah. more of my life and yeah. saying, 
you still have idols, son, yeah, yeah. and I want them all. You know, I find that God does more in me on those missions trips than he does through me. Mm-hmm. I always come back radically changed, on fire for Jesus, passionate for the lost. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how when you leave your comfort and what your idols are, you know, and America is as poor as India. Our poverty is just, you know, covered over with some makeup, but we're still poor in spirit. I mean, we're still worshiping idols, you know. You know what God just reminded me of? What? When you said that, yeah. 2007, when you and I went on our mission trip together, yeah. Yeah. we were flying back and we stopped in L.A. Yeah, we did. And, and we went oh to the Dream God. Center. Yeah, we forgot about that. And we stopped in L.A. and we went to the Dream Center. And that was what God did. Like that whole trip for me was on the way back. We stop and the guy takes us on a tour. And that's where I'm literally sitting in the back of the church. You and I are in the very last row. We couldn't get a place. It was like the last two seats, remember? And we go into Matthew Barnett's church. That's right. Sitting in the top with you, and yeah. God says two things. Mm-hmm. I want to do this, meaning the Dream Center yeah. in New Orleans. That's right. And all of a sudden, I was like, he gave me a vision. Yeah. And I was, remember, I was sitting, standing in the Sanger Theater. That's right, you told me that. And I was talking to 5,000 people. Yep. And I'm like, I don't know where all this is going, but yep. that's what I saw. Mm-hmm. And that was in 2007 yeah. that God said, okay, I want to do this in the city of New Orleans. I'd That's for, where that dream came I'd from. I'd forgotten that we stopped there because it was on a whim. Correct. It, it was on the way back. Let's, say, let's, say, hey, let's go. Was it called Angelus Temple or whatever yep. it was? Let's go to church. Yep. And we went to Angelus Temple and Matthew Barnett preached that day. Yes. And we got to talk to him for a few minutes. But the Holy Spirit talked to you that yes. day. Yes. Yes. That was the, that was the yeah. first mission trip. Yeah. So. That's right. And it set in motion... A lot of dominoes, A lot man. of stuff. Look what God's doing now, you know. Humbling and good. Where yes. you are. When you first came to me with the idea, you said, hey, I want to go do some outreach on the streets of New Orleans. Uh, what you want to do, Dave? You said, well, I'm going to take some donuts and some sandwiches and just go under the bridge, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. I was like, David, I love that. Go do it, man. And you did. You know, you went down and just started a ministry under the bridge. Yes. God yeah. said, feed people. Yeah. Tell me about how that got started. What what led up to that and well i that, that of course when you and i came back yeah. it's it, 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 it so much but yeah. the, the the just the reader's digest version of yeah. it was <clears throat> the only thing that is when i heard god say yeah was i'm going to like in other words he wanted me to do it yeah so he had to crush me for a while wow isn't that always the case? Yeah, he had to humble me yeah. because I was still so full of pride. Yeah. Because everything that I had touched when I met the Lord, he yeah. had blessed so much right. that I didn't understand how anyone could meet the Lord and, and not experience everything that I had experienced. Yeah. So I just had a false pretense like, okay, you meet the Lord, life is great and right. grand. Right. Well, I, that's all I experienced for four years. So yeah. like, it really was for me. Yeah this experience yeah so god really then from that season mm-hmm. from showing me the vision that he was going to walk out in my life but yeah. that's key now i can look back and say he was gonna fulfill the vision that he gave me yeah. when i tried to do it yeah. he crushed me yeah. and everything i touched for a while went really bad mm-hmm. lost 
close to $3 million yeah. over the course of time yeah. because of going to do and yeah. fulfill God's vision yeah. that he put in my heart, yeah. but it was his vision. Isn't it amazing how there's always that season of crushing yes. that always comes before you know, the wine is made. Yeah. And, he, and he did that. He crushed me and my family. I remember. He crushed me in you just in showing me me. Yeah. Uh, I remember, then this was pivotal, sitting in my office, and I think I might have shared this with you, is saying, God said to me, David, off, my whole office is showing up, mm -hmm. and I was reading the word, and I got done reading, and God said, David, do you love your staff? Mm. And I said, of course. And they're like trickling in, and my door is still closed. Mm -hmm. And he said, David, you know, do you love the people that work for you? And I said, yeah. But I kind of, you know, you wow, this is a strange conversation yeah. that me and God are having. Yeah. And then a third time he said, no, David, do you love them? And I remember stopping in that moment and saying, I don't, I don't even know how. Mm. That it was like I knew that he was saying, you don't. Yeah. Stop. And I said, you know what, God, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. And I remember just weeping and thinking, I don't even know yet that I know how to love the way he did. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, I know that I didn't because yeah. I was I'm still learning. Yeah. Like I'm still so far away yeah. from loving like he does. Yeah. Still selfish and prideful right. at times, arrogant. Yeah. But he he he. And that's where uh, the crushing began, too, because yeah. it was like, you don't love people. Wow. You love you love people as long as they're creating value for you yeah and so what happened was all those people stopped producing wow and then i had to learn to love them in spite of what they were doing for me yeah. and that was a problem because yeah. everything for me was about performance so yeah. he had to grind that out yeah. of me Man. that's a wrestling match even today so from that first time under the bridge with the bag of donuts yes till God opened the door for you to lead in the mission. How, how long was that span? So that was 2007 to 2011. It's about three and a half years. Wow. It was almost three and a half years. Like God's, you know, he's amazing. Like yeah. in these numbers. What well, is about 42 months, man? Because it's in the Bible. So many, even he, the great tribulation is going to be 42 months. He did it. Jesus' ministry was 42 months. You know, I don't, you know, I don't know. The spiritual significance. Apparently there's something there. Yes. Here you go. 42 months before you when you started until God opened the door for yep. you. It was June 2012. Right. When yeah. uh, I started at the New Orleans mission. Wow. Completely scared. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, at that time, the, more, the mission was struggling. It was a. It was nasty. Yeah. I remember walking in. There was more rats than people. The it. building was falling you apart. You called me and said, oh, I don't know if I could do this. Yes. Yeah. You were like, this is bad. But the second yeah. week I was there, yeah. a, a woman got raped yeah. right outside the building. Right. And right. I'm thinking, God, this is so much. Right. Like, this is more than I've ever seen before. Yeah. And I remembered going to get a smoothie. And, and I said, God, I just don't think I can do this. And right. he said, I never asked you to. Yeah. Like, in other words, you, I'm going to do it. Right. You, just, you're going to love people. Yeah. That's what I've called you to do. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And I'm going to take care of everything else. And yeah. that's kind of been the journey that yeah. we've been on, is yeah. journey to you love, love people. You love people, and he, you do the natural, he does the supernatural. And he's got to do this, 
loving through me. Yeah, I know, right? He even does that part. Yeah, he's. you just got to say yes. So you've been there 10 years now. Yeah, almost yeah, nine years. Going on 10. Yeah, yes. So you're the executive director, yep. director of the New Orleans Mission. Yes. And man, you've expanded all over the place. So yeah. give us a little update as we, as we wind things down. Tell yep. us where you are, yep. what's going on with the mission, how many people you guys are serving, yep. all the... All the other locations you're opening, I know you got yeah. all kind of things going Go on. on. So yes. just give us an update. So we finished our eight million dollar renovation on our yeah. main campus. So yeah. that building is done. We added a, a beautiful million dollar day room, <laughs> which serves people f- during the day. So yeah. we have a a workout facility, a uh, clothing room, a game room. And then a computer lab for resume building, job search, et cetera. And then we bought a building across the street. We expanded our administrative building so we could take 16 women, multiply that to two, Mm -hmm. by two, have 32 women in the city. So God blessed us with an admin building. And then he expanded us, of course, to here to Lacombe, which is our men's facility, which is 60 acres, where we serve 90 men through walk them through addiction, mental illness. And then God blessed us in Hammond, too, with a women's facility, 18 acres, a beautiful event center. What a beautiful place. I was there last last year for the... uh, uh, for the um, gala, gala, there he is. Yeah, man, we got that again November nineteenth. Hopefully, we'll see you there, dude. It's a beautiful campus, it's man. Gorgeous. You guys had the trees lit with the lights. Yes, it was just like magical. Because it's an event center where the yeah. women actually work. I know, they create income, income for themselves. For ministry. Yeah, yep. and for yeah. themselves. Right. Oh, really? And then you have all the housing in the back. Correct, uh, where them. the women stay. We can yeah. have 32 women yeah. that stay there now. Yeah. And then God recently is blessing us. I'm walking out, taking a property. A woman had a vision that God would wanted her to buy 40 acres yeah. north of I-10 in mm-hmm. Crestview, Florida. Oh, wow. And God gave her that vision, and so she bought it, Yeah. and she cleared the land, mm. And she's like, this is too much for me to do on my own. And yeah. God put her with us. David. And so this week, I'm going there on Friday yeah. to work out the details on her donating that for women with children. Man. So that's kind of like been the final piece of the puzzle that I thought like yeah. God would do yeah. is that we wanted to be able to serve everyone. It'll be transitional housing. It will oh, be. Right. It'll be long term oh, for women. Wow. Year, you yeah. know, where yeah. they right. get their children back. Sure. And we walk alongside them yeah. for a year yeah. till they can go move out with their kids on their own. Maybe. So whether that's women that've been in our program already and they're yeah. getting their kids back, whatever that yeah. looks like. Yeah. Kind of right. still walking that yeah. out. Um, so, and, you know, and God just, I think I shared with you, God bless us with another transitional house. So we have two now that we yeah. can uh, house men. Yeah. So it's been amazing because when we first got there, we had one building and a, uh, uh, a women's center and an unused transitional house. Right. And there was like 116 people. Now we have 320 people. And we have $20 million in buildings and campuses, and God's just been doing it. But he's doing it because I really believe. Yeah. Love people. Yeah. Love God. Mm-hmm. And he takes care of the details. Because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm a businessman. Yeah. That's right? the best thing, man. When you don't know, yeah. you, have to re- you have to rely on Jesus. Yes. And he does know. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's so beautiful, David. Ministry is so simple when you say it like that. I love people. And let God do the supernatural that I can't do. That's right. That, that's powerful, man. So if a person watching yes. um, wants to support 
the New Orleans mission or wants to help you, yeah, tell us how they can get in contact so, with you. So, you know, of course, volunteering, they can yeah. go on the website, neworleansmission.org, right. volunteer, so many ways to get involved, yeah. from serving a meal, teaching a class, right. connecting with the women, just right. ton outreach, right. whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, can give, yeah. same site, neworleansmission.org, yeah. um, that go on, give, yeah. and they could choose what they want to give to, the women's program, the men's yeah. program, the outreach, the food service, yeah. and connect that way. So yeah. all through the website's the best and easiest way. Neworleansmission.org. Yes. David Botner. That's Man, it. Man, I'm so proud of you, David. Thank you. So You've been a huge part of this journey. Man, I'm glad I had a little little part. Whatever my little part was, it's been a joy, man, because you have done more than I think you thought you could do. For sure. Yeah, and you have a great future still ahead of you. You're still a young man. You're yeah. in your 40s, man. Yeah, 49. 49. Yeah, you see, the thing about ministry is uh, most professions, you start retiring when you're 50. In ministry, that's the keep prime going, years, man. Fifties are the best time in ministry, I've found. Well, you know, yeah. I would just in- encourage people that are listening too, yeah. is that you don't, with you, yeah. you had no idea who you were investing in. Yeah, You invested every Monday yeah. with me, and you invested a lot more, yeah. but that's where it began. Yeah. Some people don't yeah. want to invest, yeah. and so what happens is they never get to see the fruit Yeah that you got to see. Yeah. So by the grace of God, yeah. and sometimes we don't get to see the fruit. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we may never get to see it, yeah. but it happens. Yeah. And that's where we have to trust God for yeah. that. True. But we just sow, and God does the rest. So thank you for sowing and being faithful. Man, it's my, it's my privilege, my honor, actually. And I think probably the best thing that comes out of um, discipleship and doing life together are the friends that you make, mm. you know, because I treasure our friendship, even though we're not together in the same building all the time. I, I just still count you as one of my close friends. You know, we got to experience a lot of really cool things together. We saw God do some amazing things in us and through us and around us. And man, and you were such a key part of our church for in its formative years. You know, you came along at such a great time for us. You know, you gave as generously as we gave to you. And, you know, it's, 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 it's that kind of relationship that makes the kingdom of God special, you know, is that two people given 100% to Jesus, you know, and to each other amidst all of our flaws and our weaknesses and our struggles and our fears, God just shows up and does more than you could possibly have imagined. You loved me well. Thank you. It's an honor, man. You were easy to love. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I will always consider you a friend, David, you know, and a spiritual son, even though we're almost the same age. No, yeah. I'm older than you. Yes, you are. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I'm going to turn 60, man, next year. Yeah, you're 11 years old. What happened? There. Oh, my gosh. I'm 58. <sighs> So I'm clinging to 58 right now. All right, well, you're not 11 years. I'm, I'm about to be 50. Yeah, so, so I'm eight years. Well, yeah. I'm, I'll be 59 in a few weeks. Okay. So I got, you know. You're 10 years old. Yeah, I'm 10 years old. Okay. Yeah, but I just, uh, I can't believe how fast my life is going. But all I my know. kids are grown. You know, we have five kids. Uh, my youngest is 20. He's going to Southeastern. You know, he's in college. And, uh, you know, my, my oldest is uh, 36. And, you know, um, it's just such, you know, life is so fast. Remember when we took Cade to the Saints training camp? I do camp? very well. 
He was squished yeah, in the Kate, back of the Jag. Kate's right over here. I know. Yeah, I know. And uh, so me and you and Kate went to the train. Did we do chapel that day or something? You did. You taught. You used the light bulb and taught on hope. That's right. It's amazing what we can remember. I huh? know, right? But I can't remember my kids' <laughs> names at times. Ayla, Date, Jeremiah. Wait, I know you live here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we went to the training camp. I forgot about that, man. Me, you, and Kate. Kate was a little boy. Yeah, he was in. We shoved him in the back I know, of the he car. Was stuffed, squeezing the back stuffed of the back there. Jaguar. Yeah, that was a fun day, man. Yeah. We got to do chapel with these big New Orleans Saints guys. Yeah. And uh, who Eat was the coach them. at that time? Um, was it Hazlitt or Hazlitt. something? Jim Hazlitt was the coach. Something like that. Yeah, he yeah, came were, to chapel. Yeah. He came to chapel. So I don't in the front row. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Aaron know if he Brooks it. was the quarterback. That's right. Brooks he was needed the to come to he shop. needed. He needed to get saved. <laughs> <laughs> he needed to get filled with the Holy Ghost for sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know. God is so good, bro. We had some great days together, man. Yeah. David's been so good catching up with you. Glad what to be here. Thank privilege. you. Yeah, so proud of you and Emily, all your kids. What a great family you're building. What a great ministry you're building. And uh thank you. Thanks for coming to visit our podcast today. Hey, this is Doug McAllister from Journey Fellowship Church, and this has been Stories I Didn't Get to Tell last Sunday with my good friend David Botner. If you are somewhere on the North Shore, come visit Journey. Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock, we're on Pontchartrain Drive. You can download the Journey app. It's free from your app store. Just type in Journey Fellowship Church in the search bar. Download the app. It's chock full of resources to help you in your faith, past messages, find a small group, get directions to drive to the church, how to get connected in a local body. We'd love to have you come be part of what's, uh, what God's doing here at Journey. Uh, for more information, you can check out journeyfellowshipchurch.com. Uh, my blog is dougmcallister.com. I do a weekly blog. But we'd love to connect with you and hang out with you and worship the Lord with you if you're interested in doing that. David, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So God bless you. We'll see you next week for stories I didn't get to tell last Sunday.